Welcome to Game On Business Talk Radio with your host, Dr. D. Anthony Miles. Our program is not afraid to discuss controversial business ideas and topics. Get ready for an unfiltered discussion of problems and solutions that today's businesses, large or small, face daily. Now, here's Dr. D. Anthony Miles. Hi, this is Game On Business Talk with D. Anthony Miles. We have an awesome show for you today. Get some coffee, have a seat, you're going to need a bob and a seatbelt. This is Game On Business Talk on National Syndicated Radio. And uh, we have a wonderful uh, topic today, and we also have a wonderful guest. Our topic today is called Advice from a Publicist, PR Mistakes Book Authors Make. Our wonderful guest today is the wonderful Susie Greenman, founder of Greenman Media, LLC. She's a publicist. Let me give you some background about Susie. Susie is a founder of Greenman Media, LLC. She uh, produces nationally syndicated radio shows as well, and she also is a professional podcast podcast has she's also a professional podcasting network of authors and experts. Susie also is a media publicist and she works for authors and experts specializing in national radio and podcast interview campaigns. She helps clients get uh get bookings on radio shows and she does a lot of media ready worldwide stuff and she also helps with press releases of that uh, client's work. Susie has a, a BS from University of Wisconsin-Madison, and I want to welcome my guest this morning, Susie Greenman. Susie, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Dee? Oh, I'm great. It's, I've been waiting for this interview for a while. We've been having to play catch-up a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, not, not your fault, mine. <laughs> oh, this it's is a little bit of both, but I'm so excited to have you here with us. I just want to, I've been waiting for this topic for a long time because I see this as therapy for some of our book authors who don't know how to market their works and they don't know, you know how to give media interviews. That's a different art than writing a book. And I want to ask you, get into our first segment here, tell us something about yourself and your business, uh, Susie, real quick. Well, I, I got into this business. I didn't plan to get into this business, um, but then that's the way I, I kind of function. I, I don't plan on a lot of stuff, and it just happens, <laughs> you know. And, and, but I, I like to take chances, so, which a lot of people do not like to do. So um, that's how I, I got – actually, I got into this business on a dating site. Did you know that, Dee? No, I did not. Oh, that's news to me. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yes. Um, it, it was not my plan, but one morning I, I got up and I see I've got mail. And this is about 14, 15 years ago. And um, so I opened it up and I see this guy with a headset and uh, we started talking, you know, and I thought, and he was in Alaska. And I, I'm in Wisconsin, so I thought, well, okay, well, let's see what happens. So, uh, and he had this great broadcaster voice. So one thing led to another, a couple phone calls, and, and all of a sudden he said, well, why don't you produce my radio show? I said, wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> I don't know anything about radio. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, 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 but, you know, that was okay, I, I guess. One of the messages, and I have a lot today, are, you know, these are difficult times. We know that. And that fear factor can really get in the way. And so, um, and yet you have to, you know, you have to crawl before you can walk. 
and walk before you can run. So you Absolutely. take that's how, yeah. And so that's you know that's how I approach things. So I I thought well you know I I can I can do this. And so um, and he kind of left me on on my own. So he was good behind the microphone. He was outstanding. Plus he had that great broadcaster voice. And um, and he knew how, you know, and he, didn't, he got into this business without planning as well. So it was kind of, it was natural. Well, one thing led to another. And, um, you know, I started doing my homework a little bit. And I had a publication I worked with. And, and that's how I, I found guests. Because it wasn't really helpful on that end. And the great news that what he did was um, it was all lifestyle issues, which opened the door tremendously. Lifestyle issues in business. And okay. so, uh, and, and that was, for starters, I mean, that's almost like the world, you know? And, um, you know, I was not interested in doing, uh, produ- first of all, producing wasn't even on my radar. So I just had to get my feet wet, and, and that's what I did. So, yes. And he could, the luxury for me, too, was he could pull it together all the way around. And so, in a, in a sense, he was holding my hand without really doing that, if that makes sense, because he could step in and cover, and that was great. So... That's how I got into the business and how I get wow. into a lot of stuff. So, yeah, so the message, see, you just learned something new from me, Dee. Just Absolutely. when you thought you knew, you knew everything about me. Wow, <laughs> that's <laughs> interesting. And, I had a know, question. And, oh, oh yeah, go ahead, Susan, please. go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you, go you, go, ahead. no you, you go, D. <laughs> you sure? I want, to, I want you to finish expressing your thought. Go ahead. No, I guess, you know, that's my first thought, which in this right now, what, you know, what we're all going through, and life itself, we do have, you know, fears and anxiety, and now so more than ever, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you, have, you just know somehow it will work itself out, and, you, you know, anything that you approach, you do have to be careful, I, you know, we can get into that later. But um, keep your options open. How's that? <laughs> no, I'm definitely going to take that, take that advice. I mean, some of my authors could use that. But I want to really get into this topic because you, you know, off air, we talked about this a lot. I want to ask, tell me what a publicist does and why it's important for a book author to have a publicist working for him. Can you uh, tell us that yeah. real quick? Sure. I I sure, I sure can. Um, a publicist, uh, the main duty of a publicist is to find, to book their clients, um, whether it's TV or radio. And I, I and we will talk about TV. I primarily recommend radio for, okay. for many reasons. But mm-hmm. you need someone to hold your hand and get you where you want to go. All right? And mm-hmm. I think even before the publicist, um, aspect because you'll have to you know publish you do have to pay for services mm-hmm. so I kind of I recommend that you play around a little bit and there's so much available online but you do have to be careful mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. and and that's the best way to get your feet wet 
And then when you get comfortable, and this is for authors and experts, not just authors. I mean, for myself, I primarily um, do authors, but not totally. So the door is open for everybody, I guess, is what I'm saying. But you oh. play around, and you, you've got to be just so absolutely careful. Um, and, and, you know, shows, radio shows online are, gee, when I started, you know, that was starting too, and, mm-hmm. and now it's flooded. It's flooded. So you do have to kind of, um, you do need to be careful, you know. And in a sense, you need to also um, interview who you're going to possibly, you know, be doing some business with. That's interesting. Um, I definitely got to ask you this, Susie. What are some yeah. of the what are some of the prevailing issues that you've seen with book authors in doing their PR? What's some of the issues you've seen with book authors? Oh, that's that's a huge question. Um, there's there's so many. As I was saying, you need to be um, book authors need to be very careful and do their homework as far as who they want to be doing business with. Mm-hmm. And um, because they're going into a territory they're not familiar with. However, if it's an author, they are familiar with their subject matter mm-hmm. or they shouldn't be doing this, right? Exactly. <laughs> and Yes. And so I always would tell people initially, you know, that they'll know, you, ought, you will know what you're doing. And, and if it's about your book, who is you are the expert on what you wrote, okay? Mm-hmm. So that way, um, and, and you can't anticipate some of the questions, but remember what you are strong with. And that's, you wrote this book, and, and that's a starting point. You know, if we're talking about authors or anybody that has expertise in their field. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then they start working with someone that can get them to where they want to go and get their message out. So when the authors authors call you, I'm sure you go through your screening process. And has it been some authors that you just didn't think could get media interviews based on the content of the work that they're coming out with? Has that happened to you, Susie? Yes. Or I try to. What I do, too, is when I'm interviewing them, and I'm not talking about you know, being the um, talk show host right now. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I also have to ask them questions to qualify. Exactly. To find out the starting point where they are at. Because so many of them really, it's not their fault, but they are, they have no idea uh, where to start. And, And sometimes by just conversing with them, you know, I will have, I will also have a feel for where they're at. And, you know, I think the danger part nowadays, which is more than ever, is, is um, aligning up with the wrong people mm-hmm. and, and because you don't know. And there's a lot of, for lack of a better word um, or term, there's a lot of scam artists out there. And oh, yeah. Some of, yeah, yeah, yes. And now it's really kind of out of control. <laughs> so goodness. <laughs> say, I would say yes, yeah. Susie, because you I the reason I brought you for the show because you did some excellent work 
for me, and I could imagine you having to deal with some authors that just don't know this don't they ain't been out in the sun a whole lot or they don't know what's going on because uh there's yeah. one thing to have your book and all everything about your book and there's another thing to have your brand and then uh market you know a book author and then have them be prepared for interviews and one of the things that I like about what you do is you prepare your clients for interviews and ask them had they ever been interviewed like one of the things you asked me was, have you ever been interviewed before? I think I said no. And then you said, okay, there's some things that you want to do. And a lot of, you know, a lot of book authors, and I've, I've seen this, you know, some of my colleagues have written books. They make her write a book, but they they terrible at interviews. And tell me some of your experiences yeah. with that. What's, what makes a bad author interview? Well, if they're not prepared, and again, I'll go back to what I um, I said a short time ago, that no one knows their topic, their strength, uh, the content of their book better than they do. Mm-hmm. And so, and you're not trying to put extra pressure on them, but that's what they, now, it, that's what they need to remember. Um, you know, the media, media training is a whole different, and I got to bring this up, um, and that's another area that, authors need to be very careful on, on they also have to do their homework mm-hmm. and, and the more people they can talk to the better off they'll be to find out what that's all about because um, it can be very expensive and and someone that charges big bucks and yet they don't get the job done um, yeah I, I mean that's that's the worst and there's a lot of that these days more so than ever because of our situation. People are desperate. I know you, you know, you've I'm done so some really good work, Susie, and I know you've done some outstanding work with your clients. And one of the things I like about you is you have them do a small, maybe a small radio show, maybe that's just getting started to do as a test run so you can get yeah. a feel for how the guy interviews. And I think that's a great idea because a lot of – I know when I started my first interview, it wasn't bad, but I wasn't polished. How do you get an author polished to do interviews? Time. <laughs> time, and, and time and practice. Because that's important, too. Let's say you have your first um, radio interview online, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're not talking AM, FM right now. Mm-hmm. That would be a, way ahead of the game, which we will get into later. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I think – Look, anything we do for the first time, whether it's radio or whatever it is, we're not comfortable. And this is a process. And you don't want to beat yourself up and, and, and know that. And so the best way to start, you know, in, in my business is with small shows, doing them online, and, and learning from that. You know, after you're done with the interview, you ask yourself, okay, what did I, how can I improve upon that, my, you know, what, what I did mm-hmm. and make it better? What did I not like? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes when you're new at this, you can't even answer that question. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't always have the luxury of going back um, to that talk show host and asking them. I mean, because they're busy, you know, oh, yeah. and so, and, you know, and, and, they're not going most of them are not going to hold your hand. You know, they'll be very respectful, 
Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about um, radio shows that there's shouting and screaming and, mm-hmm. you know, that's not what we're talking about here. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about messaging and getting that out. So don't beat yourself up and, and know that the next time, all right, you learn from your first experience and your second experience and, um, and be patient. And that's why, you know, being able to, to do interviews online for radio shows that are online only is wonderful. Wow. Does that answer that question? <laughs> that was an earful, Susie. Oh, that's wonderful. Listen, let's let's take our first segment, our first break. I want to get into some more nitty gritty. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Game On Business Talk with the Anthony Bob. We'll be right back. Hi, we're back. This is Game Ball Business Talk with D'Anthony Miles. We have our topic today, advice from a publicist, PR mistakes book authors make, probably everybody else too. We had a wonderful guest, Susie Grieve, a publicist, father of Grima Media, LLC. And Susie, that was a riveting first segment that you were talking about, the mistakes that authors make and not being prepared for interviews. And uh, definitely this is going to pick up right where that segment left off. I want to ask you, um, what are some common issues that book authors have when they do radio interviews? What's a real common issue? Is it? I know you said the other one was being not being prepared, and the other one. Do you think that uh, it's well, you got? I know it's about ten of them, but give what's your most uh, common one? <laughs> your next common one, actually. Well, you know that that's an excellent question. Um, I, li- I like to break it down. You know, first of all. Hmm. <laughs> I, I want to try to make this so people can understand it and, you know, how to – there's basically four elements to the interview, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, and one is a synopsis of, of your book mm-hmm. or your main topic, all right? Mm-hmm. And then um, when I'm trying to prepare people uh, – you know, you, you want to have talking points when I'm trying to book people, too. You know, talking points that hit the main ideas of your messaging and your book. Okay? Oh, that's interesting. And, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, that, and there's a whole psychology, which I'll get into in a second for that. And also, um, supplying suggested questions. I mean, those two go together, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and then, well, who are you? You know, which is, I always tell potential clients, you're important, but people really don't necessarily care, you know, about your background. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, because I'll, I'll get volumes and you keep it short, okay? And also, when I'm booking people, that's the method I use, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's very simple, but it works. Psychology, and, and that's what I call my media-ready press release that mm-hmm. I put out, and that's how I advertise, and that's mm-hmm. how I get clients on radio shows, all right? And the other the psychology behind that is that any talk show host also can work directly off that media-ready press release. So you've done the homework for them. You know, you got the synopsis of your book, the talking points, 
suggested questions. No, they don't have to use any of that, but it's there for them. And they're all so busy that wouldn't this be great? They don't have to do much homework, right? Exactly. And, and they're, they're putting you, they want you on their show based on your information. It's all about information these days, you know, and that's why when I kid around about the bio, yes, if you are a big name, bio is important. That's a big drawing card. But, you right. know, most of us are not. So I, and when I put together this Media Ready Press release, the bio is at the bottom. Okay, and with just a very general type of bio because it's, again, the point is the information that you're relaying. I mean, I do mostly nonfiction. Mm-hmm. I do do fiction, but my strength really is in nonfiction because, again, it goes back to information. And, yes, we can be entertaining during the interview. We want to be. We want to hold their attention. Mm-hmm. And, again, this is a skill that does take time you know, if it's not natural for, you know, the, the author, it takes time to kind of, you know, work that in. But again, um, you know, so that's the psychology I use. And that's what I use also when I'm trying to book, um, you know, when I'm, well, that is the psychology I use to book authors on, on radio shows. And also I keep it to one page. I don't count words. But in this day and age, when I started in this business, I would get, uh, it was incredible, I would get press releases. First of all, I really wasn't aware of the, you know, what, what exactly is a press release. I heard of them, of course. Mm-hmm. But I would be getting press releases sent to me online, and I would get books being delivered sometimes three times a day. I'm like, well, oh, this wow. is really cool, but, but I don't have time to read these books, you know. Uh-huh. But that's what publishers would do to get your attention. And by the way, they still do it, but now we have the onset of the ebook, mm-hmm. and so it's much easier, right, to do all. Although I will say, you know, I still like to get the, the hard text if I can. It's easier, maybe I'm old school, but to um, flip through the pages, and instead of scrolling, it's a mm-hmm. different feel. That's all I can say. All right. I totally agree with you. I'm old school too. I usually try like to have a hard copy, and sometimes, especially if you have a reschedule of the interview, sometimes it's just not feasible. So they have to see the ebook. And if I get the ebook, I'll just say, okay, I'll pick three or four chapters that I think are interesting, and you know, have the author expound on them. But it's ways to, you know. If you don't have a hard copy, I mean, that really, really is a great thing to have as a hard copy because you don't get a chance to really get into the book, and then your questions will be tailored to the author. And um, a lot of times it's just just, uh, better to have a hard copy to me. It's just a different, different dynamic. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can flip through the pages. And and even, by the way, when I'm putting um, a press release together, and I haven't read the book, and mm-hmm. mostly I haven't read any of the books. Mm-hmm. And not that I wouldn't want to, but the volume of business I have, I own it at luxury. Boy, right. That would be relaxing. I could imagine. <laughs> you might have to get your, your staffer to do that for you, give you some, give you some key points, give you a, what is it, a book summary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't even have, you know, and I don't even have a staff. I'm, I'm kind of. It's like, oh, then I'll have to train them, which I would. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I, I guess I have the, the 
luxury uh, and yes, there are certain things that having someone else do them, they could do them, and not me. It save me time. But this all kind of, for me personally, helps me to get um, really. It's a learning process, and it gets me very um, um, tuned in to my client and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's just helpful, that's all. But flipping that, yes, I, you know, you look at the, going back to the book, and whether it is an e-book or, you know, hard copy, and you go through the content, you know, the chapters, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, because when you're doing an interview online, uh, you don't have the luxury, you have a limited time. And by the way, most, the average interview is maybe 15 to 20 minutes, wouldn't you say, D? That's about right, maybe 15, 20 minutes. 30 is probably pushing it because a lot of them want, yeah. they have different guests. They don't have they don't have the luxury of having a whole hour, especially if they're on terrestrial radio when they bring in guests all the time. They may have 10 guests booked one day, and they could probably give you 15 minutes if they're lucky, maybe 20. And, uh, it's right, just and it really is. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, and that's adequate time. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. Um because you're you're providing again that talk show host with those four points that I just went over, mm-hmm. and so um, and if they don't follow it again, you will know you wrote the book. You know the guest wrote the book, so they should be able to answer, you know, the basic questions. You know, however, and and, and so my clients, by the way, they get all that information on, on my end and the radio show has it on their end, and that's how they work. But I also have to say a million times, don't count on everybody following that formula because they won't. <laughs> Absolutely. That's where that's, that's really separates the people that are experienced and the people that are inexperienced because an inexperienced person gets stumped by a question that's not on their talking points. And if you're experienced, you know how to pivot. You know, then you know, right. pivot to what you know as opposed to what you don't know. But again, that that, that just comes with experience. And it, the, you know, the more experienced you get, the more interviews you can handle based on wherever, whichever way the talk show host wants to go. And you know, some people and, are still learning. You know, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Susan. Right. Well, it's always they're always learning. You know, but but the authors, the talk, the guests. Let's call them the talk show guests. Also has their own control and, mm-hmm. and being very polite, of course, mm-hmm. all right? And sometimes you need to get the talk show host back on track. If Does that make sense? Oh, wow. I never heard of that one, Susie. That's a good <laughs> one. Wow. Goodness, you are brilliant. Tell me about that. No, I'm just experienced. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, how can I put it? You don't know... You know what you know what you know, okay? But what you don't know is a talk show host, and, and um, unless you have the luxury of listening and hearing some of their interviews, that, that's helpful. But sometimes, you know, you have to just go with the flow because that, that's very time-consuming. And, that, and everybody has their own personality. Every talk show host does. You know, oh, but yeah, it, it's up to to you to um, professionally, I'll say, professionally get that talk show host back on track? 
you know, if you can. And, and again, that takes time and practice. It's oh, something that for most people is not automatic, but that's where, again, starting with online radio shows and smaller ones, mm-hmm. you will learn a lot, you know, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is really interesting. And I've got to ask you this, Susie. Um, does that also happen in the terrestrial radio, the more traditional radio formats where the uh, – the uh, host will go into another direction that's unfamiliar territory with you that's kind of outside your circle of competence, which is your book. Does that happen at Terrestrial Radio a lot? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And Terrestrial Radio um, is, we'll define that as AM, FM radio. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I always forget, too, because I've been in this business for a while, thank goodness, mm-hmm. um, that what is terrestrial, you know, so that's why I always like to define the terms. You know, mm-hmm. and nowadays, isn't it great that you can achieve what you want to, whether it's only online or terrestrial, AM, FM? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and, and a lot of the talk show hosts now that are well-seasoned, Many of them are preferring to do just on. I shouldn't say just online because remember too, even with AM FM, everything is streamed. You know, everything is on the internet. Mm, right. You know? I so a, about that. a lot of yeah, and so that's where you always have to define the terms, and uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So a lot of your your uh, terrestrial AM FM talk show hosts are. Preferring to even just go on, and I shouldn't say just, do online only, it's much more affordable for them. The oh. minute you are, it's huge. And what you say, Dee? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I was mean, disagreeing it, with you. I did not know some of this. Wow. Oh, yeah. A lot of them, when I started in this business, I mean, we were paying, oh, gee, um, we weren't paying for interviews because, you know, you don't really need to do that. You know, I was going to ask TV. you about that. We'll talk about that in the next day because if people need to know about when yeah, someone yeah, charges yeah. you for interviews, because I think that's, that's a little much. And so you, you usually steer your clients away from people like that, don't you? Well, I, I, I do. You know, I, I definitely do. Um, but, you know, the point with, with AM, FM, Radio, um, and the minute you are, you're nationally syndicated, and so, and it's wonderful. And what could be more, you know, hey, I do nationally syndicated radio, you know. <laughs> it's, All right, thank you. It's great. Thank you. Um, but you cost a bit, yeah, it, depending on this radio stations that are working with you, it can get so costly. And sometimes we were we were paying monthly. This is you know maybe twelve to fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. You know twenty five hundred dollars a month just to be use those services. I mean that's oh, outrageous. Wow. Oh, really? Right. Right. Oh wow. Yeah, really. And so so definitely this is something for someone that needs you know that really has the experience. But why? You know, you don't have to spend that these days. You have your options, too. And, and anybody, by the way, if, if you have two radio stations that are picking you up, 
you're syndicated, okay? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't take a lot. But, you know, it's big bucks. It's big bucks. And so, you know, it's not the way to start. Oh, wow, that is interesting. Yeah. See it changing um, anytime soon, Susie? Do you see see that changing anytime soon? Because you're the expert. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I, I do, but AMFM, let's hope, will never go away because we need that. Right. You know, we need it. And, and look at how many stations now are, are, you know, going in this direction as far as interviewing guests, you know, and talk radio. Bingo, you know, talk radio. And a lot of them have podcasts where that that interview loops forever and ever and ever. Is that right, Susie? Absolutely. Uh, by the way, all of these should. I mean, even if it's if it's you know AM FM or just I don't like to say just online, but both mm-hmm. because they in either case they're put into an archive, you know, and and most of these shows are they should be online, you know, and so mm-hmm. they're always there. So wow. that's, you know, and that's how that works. And this, I mean, it's just a totally different ball. You can get exposed so many different ways, like through you know yeah. the online radio interviews, and then you got the podcast that archive the interviews, and you know a book author can pick up a lot of book sales just on that alone. Is that right, Susie? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if they're really a great, you know a great interviewer um you know all the better and again that just comes i keep beating up you know i keep saying the same thing but it comes with experience you know and the more you do it the better like anything in life the more you do it the better you get at it you know but i think that uh one needs to be very careful with what goes on online and um and really try to do their homework on what they're getting into, for sure. And sometimes that's not even enough. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Hey, Susie, hold that thought. We got to the end of our segment, and we'll pick, we'll pick up on okay. this in our next segment. This is Game on Business Talk with D. We'll be right back. Hi, we're back. This is Game on Business Talk, and we are covering our topic today, advice from a publicist, PR mistakes, book authors make, and then we got our wonderful guest, Susie Greenman, publicist and founder of Greenman uh, Media LLC. And Susie, you dropped some really, some great nuggets of wisdom in our last segment. And one of the things that you talked about was uh, the more experience you get doing interviews, the authors, they get more published, uh, excuse me, polished. And what are some of the problems that you see with um, what does that pay to play? I guess pay to interview people. What's what's the problem with that? We kind of hinted on that in the last segment. What's the problem with that? Well, I I feel that you really don't have to pay to get interviewed. Period. I mean that's you know how I operate, and especially you know that door is so wide open now, and um, you know if you if I would say for an author, if they have some funds to work with, um, I would put it into some media training, but be careful with that too. Mm -hmm. Um, 
because that will help polish the interview. You know, but that's another whole, that can be a, yeah, a whole different area of be careful. <laughs> I was going to ask you, on the pay, on the play, pay to have somebody interview you, is that, uh, 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 I guess, before the Internet and podcasts became bigger, when people were doing that, why, how does that happen? How do people are able to charge people to get on their show to do interviews? How does that even work? I mean, because I know you try to keep your clients away from that. Go ahead, Susie, please. I do. I I think nowadays especially we have so many options Uh that, um, you know, you really can be great at what you do and deliver great interviews, maybe with some training. Mm -hmm. Um, And the more you do it, the more comfortable you are, and you don't have to spend that kind of money, you know. Mm -hmm. You can – we have so many. We also have so many options these days. That's the whole point. You know, and now I don't see how they make are, money doing that. Yeah, I don't see how they make money doing that. There's so many options, like you said. Well, there are, and that's why they, you know, they really should just hold on to their pocketbook. What kind of places are doing that, Susie? I mean, that you've dealt with. What kind of places are charging? book authors to do interviews? Is it like a big nationally oh. syndicated radio show or is it all over? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. I mean, it's the big, it's the big guys. But then you go, know, oh, okay. You're not ready for the big guys anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of them, absolutely. And then sometimes, I, I, you know, you can be on um, a very big show and they're not charging. It's, it's kind of a hard call. But I would say to stay away from all of that because if you have some very big radio shows and everything's done online, hey, you know, this is great. You don't need to be spending that kind of money. And you're still going to, you know, you're still going to get um, the activity from that and and listeners big time, right? Yes, exactly. Because I've seen, uh, I've seen, uh, this happened to me. This is before I met you, Susie. I saw this ad. There's something about book authors want to be interviewed, uh, radio, uh-huh. TV, or whatever. And then you come, you start digging, and then they give you an email. Then, you know, then you click on a link, and then they want to they want to charge you for two interviews, one TV, one radio, to something like twenty five hundred dollars, and it's like crazy. And people will pay that. I know, right? If they got, right, they want to do that. They don't know any better. They right. don't know any better. And then, um, now this has been my experience. Maybe yours, maybe Summer Susie. They say they do all of that, right? And then they give, they give. It's a, it's not on a major network. It's on their own little home studio. And then they may put it on uh-huh. online, and you never hear about anything after that. And you're out of twenty five hundred dollars. Is that pretty much right. it? What happens? Yeah, I mean, uh, so a lot of that happens that way. And, and so, I mean, I think what they need to do is really do their own search, you know. Uh-huh. If they exactly. This, um, and that's so easy these days, right? Mm-hmm. It's so easy that, you know, and even 15 years ago, it was not so easy. No, this is before social media before we have, right. you know, the Internet, and, and now you have social media, you can put up a web page, and then you can use your Amazon author page 
to put your information out there, and that acts as a PR device. Is that, am I right, Susie? Absolutely. And you Absolutely. get people that want to. Uh-huh. And Amazon, is, Amazon is just awesome. <laughs> it is an awesome tool, absolutely. And a lot, of, a lot of these guys just don't know the business. They, that's why we got to pay you because right. you know where all the bodies are buried. You know what, pe- what you know, uh, venues are, what people to stay away from. And I still can't believe people are still falling prey for the pay-to-interview thing. And a lot of times those places don't get you any more publicity than say what you do, Susie. You probably get more than they right. do. But right, right. You know, they gotta do their homework and do and, and search a lot of things out. And begin by searching some of these radio shows. Oh, absolutely. And you know, um, they have to do their homework. Because there really isn't a good reason that they have you know, if you, if you put your money into anything and you really want to do a lot of radio and you've written this book and all uh-huh. of that stuff, um, you know, then, you know, you may have to pay for some things, but that will validate it. I mean, if you're starting, no, you don't pay for anything. You can get on some great shows. And I, I don't want to just say online, but that's, hey, it's not just online. Online is wonderful. Yeah, well, you gotta that. you gotta start somewhere, and that's what you kind of said, right. right? You gotta start somewhere. You can't just jump in the game. That's that would be disastrous to you. You gotta start somewhere, like a small radio show and a podcast, you know. And you do a test run, and then you you know a lot of authors. I don't know if you've seen this, Susie. I know I've had people ask me for my advice, and that's how I direct the clients to you. I'll say, listen, I know a lady that can get you help help you with this. Why don't you go talk to her? She don't work for me. And a lot of times you just get authors that are just green as the grass. They don't know right. how to do interviews. They don't know how to prepare for interviews. They don't know what to say. And they got the deer in the headlights looks. And, and it's just now this is radio. Could you imagine when we get into T V and television? Oh, which is a completely <laughs> different animal. <laughs> oh, I you're so you're so right. I mean I actually will unless I'm really well seasoned and prepared, do not do T V. First of all, you oh, know what? You won't even please you expand. Won't even have that elaborate on that. Oh, they gotta hear this. Please elaborate on that. What's the problem when you do TV for a book authors that are inexperienced? Well, number one, it's very costly. You know, so right there and there, and and so competitive that you know what? Probably you won't even be invited unless <laughs> you've been around the block. Mm-hmm. Or you have some sensational book, you know, some sensational headline. But TV is so incredibly um, difficult. And remember, this is the other thing. TV, if you get three to four minutes on TV, you're doing okay. It's radio. And we talked about you know, how long are radio segments, how long are the interviews. Yeah, you know, the average one's fifteen to twenty minutes. It can go longer. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. get as they would say more bang for your buck. There's no question. Mm-hmm. And and the other thing with TV, in many cases, most cases, there's going to be a little traveling. Okay. Oh, and the yes. other thing is, guess what? You're going to be on TV. You're going to be visible. 
Okay, now you got to pay someone to help get you together, and for you know makeup and the whole. It, it's a yeah. There's so many additional expenses. And that and, and when they get you on a show, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Who, who pays for I'm that? Sorry, Is that the Susie? Who pays for that? Is it the uh, the say like CNN wants to interview you and they want to bring you in Atlanta? Do you pay for that, or does the the CNN pay for it? Because unless they, I figure unless you're a well-known name, you got your brand yeah. out there, you're an expert that they've been bringing on for years. That'd be the only case I can see them paying for you. But if you're not is that the something the expense that the book author has to absorb going flying to absolutely yes 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 and yes i will say what's interesting nowadays with the pandemic mm-hmm. well there's a, that's a whole different topic but you know they're mm-hmm. getting a, a, a i'll say one positive thing in uh-huh. in our line of work uh-huh. is they're they're getting um made more of a mix of professionalism but mm-hmm. it's okay. Um, it's accepting under these conditions. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. I you, I don't think CNN flies anybody uh, to their uh, facility anymore. Don't they use uh, a platform where they can see them? It looks just like they were on TV right. before. Right. You can't really tell the difference. Right. Well, you you can't. Right. Right. You really can't. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, it's funny how that all works, right? Uh-huh, and, exactly. Uh, you know, I've got my TV on going all day with that kind of stuff because I I learned from it. Uh-huh. And I say, well, how do they pull that off? Or, you know, and it's not – and they do. But I think it makes – because we're all going through such a, such a difficult time – our expectations are are maybe somewhat different, and that's okay. You know, we're more accepting because there's so much talent out there and people that would not have the opportunity, let's say, to be on TV. And now TV, they can do it from home. TV is yeah. a one-shot deal. They Unless you really, they really want you getting on TV, it's not easy. Is that right, Susie? They have to really or, want you to be on right. there, right? Oh, you got it. You know, and and I can I can with the the tools that I use, I'm I have that ability to get people on TV. But I prefer to stay with radio. <laughs> yes, I I because, totally agree. <laughs> I mean, and, it's much more obtainable, and um, and I think of my my client's pocketbook. I do, and so. Um, that's the best way I can, you know, that's my opinion. And, yes, nowadays you can be on TV. You know, as we're talking, I'm thinking, okay, you can be on TV and do it from home. But mm-hmm. but you still need that so-called makeup person. You've you got to look good, right, because you're, right. people are going to see you. Uh-huh. And so that's just a whole different element. And, yes. um, and, and yet – be professional so yeah and yeah tv it's a it's crazy <laughs> i gotta ask you this too Susie, and i think this is like just tv interviews one-on-one a certain colors on tv because they're reflective to the camera and it gives the camera a halo effect and you got people who just don't know any better and that's why they need you uh you're not supposed to wear i think pinstripes you're not supposed to wear anything white 
and those like uh-huh. little things like that. That's why TV is a, such a different animal because you can't, you just can't do the things you can in radio. Radio, they don't see you. There's so much more freedom. You right. can be interviewing somebody in a T-shirt. But when you're on TV, you know, it's like first impressions are like deadly. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it, it's so true. It's so true. And you know what? In the day before, let's say prior pandemic, uh-huh. um, you did have all those traveling expenses and all that other stuff or a book tour. I'm not big on book tours. I just think. And now, of course, with everything going on, they're not even, I, I think they're really at a minimum, period. And they should be for a lot of reasons. Um, so it, it's just, it's a different way. It's interesting because it's a different way of looking at it. Yes, you can be on TV from home, mm-hmm. but you still need to look good and you need to dress right. And I think your, uh-huh. your point about, um, you know, colors and things like that, you still need someone to be, you know, advising you on all of that stuff. Where radio, you can crawl out of bed, okay, <laughs> and, and you're on. I mean, what could be more comfortable? I, and I, I given more air time. I totally get it. And I, and I know TV to me is harder, you know, because you've helped me get on shows. And I can tell you this, TV, it's not only how you dress, too. you got your posture, how you look on the camera. And that's, that speaks volumes. Have you seen some of your clients? That, have you seen some of your clients that been on shows that you helped book and they didn't look comfortable on TV? Has that happened to you? Yeah, yeah, yes. You know. Wow. Yeah. And I think, you know, the the upside the upside is that with the pandemic they can get on TV, but really now do they really want to based on what we're talking about now? Exactly. Mhm. And I know that And they're still going to have minimum time too. They're not going to get airtime like, you know, You look if you get happen. what 5 minutes like sometimes CNN will have a a 20 minute show and they'll they'll go yeah. to you. And you better have the right thing to say when they ask you a question. If you don't, they're going to go back to another expert. And I, I, I just see people, they're just not ready for prime time when they're on television. You know, because when you're on television, you actually act differently than you do in real life because you're guarded in your answers. You're guarded in what you say, and it doesn't, sometimes right. it doesn't flow right. And it's just, you know, that just takes practice. I mean, I've had Absolutely. a couple of bad TV interviews kept you stayed with me. <laughs> I, the hardest TV interview that I ever had to do was a one-hour interview. I was like, I'm going to be on there for an hour? Oh, my God. <laughs> one hour? Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm not pulling your leg. I was on there for, it was 45 minutes, I think. You know how they... 45 minutes of torture? It was because I was guarded all the time. I felt like I don't want to make a mistake, and sometimes not trying to make a mistake, you make a mistake. Like if they ask you a question, you're guarding how you answer. And then it sounds like when they, every time they ask you a question, you say the same thing every time, and then that's a bad interview. <laughs> well, I think. Well, I think you do that about the third time. You know, you have to you have to be diverse in your responses. It's like it's just again, it's a different animal, Susie, and it's like. You just either you doing it or you not because you just it's, you want TV or really make you or really make you get on your on your uh, uh, brush up on your skills 
you don't want to, I mean, radio will help you with TV, but you, everything, your visual and your audio, how you look on camera, your posture, how you, how you, how you enunciate words, you know, they tell you not to look at the camera, that type of stuff, and it's, TV interviews to me are harder. I don't know about what well, you they think, are, I, They're harder. I totally agree, totally. And um, and even you know when when I'm, I'm booking someone for TV, it that even takes longer. I'm yeah, it does. Careful, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, sometimes you're dealing with ten different producers. Mm-hmm. That's in radio, you know, mm-hmm. not so. You know, one producer, uh-huh. or if you're dealing with the talk show host. Period. You know, and we're a lot of times you don't meet the talk yeah. show host until you write and come on air. That's real oh, scary too. One, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like okay, because most of them they're not going to talk to you before. Number one, they're, they're busy, not. Yep. And they don't have to do that. They don't have to hold your hand. Absolutely. You, know? you couldn't have said it any better. Hey, Susie, let's hold that thought. We're at the end of our segment. We'll get into the next segment. We'll be right okay. back. This is Game On Business Talk with D.F. Miles. We'll be right back. Hi, we're back. This is Game On Business Talk, and we're going to continue our topic on advice from a publicist. PR mistakes book authors make, and, uh, and uh, the other mere mortals. We got a wonderful guest today, Susie Greenman, publicist at Father of Greenman Media, LLC. And Susie, that was a really excellent point that you had made in the last segment. We could pick up on that. Uh, you just do not know what you're getting involved with with TV, and it just takes a lot of preparation. And like what you were saying is uh, you you may not talk to the show host at all. You may just drop you over there like a monkey and watch you it's the size of it. And- <laughs> And usually that, by the way, do that is usually the case anyway. Mm, mm, mm. And so, go oh, ahead. go ahead, Susie. Go ahead. I'm just so into what no, you're saying. No, go ahead. wait. You no, you go. <laughs> you have you had to steer some of your clients like I, like they wanted they want to kind of put the cart before the donkey. Oh, I want to do TV. You go. No, you're not ready. You're still yeah, kind of getting your feel. What do they? How? What kind of responses do you get back from them? Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I, and I tell them the why, and then they understand. You know, it's always about that communication, you know. Oh, uh-huh. Okay, you're telling me no. Well, why not? You know, what are the pitfalls? Why don't you recommend that? So, yeah, yeah. I oh. mean, and how fortunate it is for all of us that we can get our message out, out to a huge audience, um, a huge audience, and maybe not even have to pay anything for that. Free advertising, call it that. That's what it is. We just, you know, but it doesn't come overnight. You know, it it it, do, it just doesn't. And the more you do it, the better you will get at it, and and not have to pay for it. What could be better than that? Oh, to, I totally agree with you. I was, I gotta ask you this, Susie. Is this some people that just, no matter, if they say they have a book out, I say it's mediocre. Do you think some people just are not going to get into media interviews based on a book that they have out? Has that happened to you? 
so you mean that people would call them? Right. They they didn't get any calls for their book that came out because the book, I guess, is oh, not oh. not interesting to anybody, and they just unless they pay to get an interview. Have you seen that? Yeah. I yes. I all the time. All the time. Wow. I tell people too when they start with radio. Uh-huh. Um, they need to be very, very, oh, this is a very good point, <laughs> very patient. Um, and I'm going to give you an example. First of all, when I put to, I'm going to start with that press release again. Mm-hmm. That um, it's done very deliberately. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything is outlined. But again, you, you know, the guest still does not have, you want to maintain the control of the interview. Mm-hmm. All right, and it just, how can I say it? Um, it just gets, phrase your question again. Oh, I know, the patience thing. That, that was the key. Patience, step. right. No. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Okay, thank you. I got diverted for a second there. Um, many of my, and this is typical of what I go through, well, why didn't I get, you know, why didn't I get, um, why is it taking so long to get an interview? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, I can be um, weekly, I will be doing, getting their message out, or, or not weekly. I do it about once every three weeks, I do a large mailing for each of my clients. When okay. I say large, it's anywhere from, let's say, you know, 600 um, outlets to, you know, 1,500. And um, and I, I put I I use filters, target words, tar- and this is very important that um, would attract. That's that's key because they're not going to just send it out to every radio station. No, it's very specifically done in the marketing. Mm-hmm. So I use the target words, and then I, I use a very sophisticated database. But that gets me to radio stations that might be interested in your book, or your subject matter. Now, I can do a large mail. Let's say it's a 1,000 that went out mm-hmm. and not hear anything or maybe get, you know, two, two that might be interested. This is the way, and now it takes longer. You know, it used to, when I started, it would maybe take, you know, it, it kind of does vary mm-hmm. depending on the subject matter. But, you know, maybe they would get their first booking in the first month or sooner. But now I'm telling you, it's oh, you know, it, it can take sometimes 60, maybe even 90 days to get one booking. And it's not that the publicist is not doing their job. Okay, we are doing well. Not all of us, but I am doing my job, and I, I oh, keep tabs on everything I do. So I, you know, the date that the, that large mailing was sent out. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so the date and how many were being sent, and and then I'll play around with some of those target words, you know, um, mm-hmm. that I have for that particular author in their book. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's as a as a publicist, that's what I need to do, and that's what I do do. And I'll try different combinations, and also the time of year. You know, in radio, the slowest time of year, and radio is always ongoing. We know that. The mm-hmm. slowest marketing time is July. Why? That's when the bulk of the talk show hosts go on vacation. Oh, I did free. not know that. Oh. oh, yes. Oh, yeah, July is, yes. 
And so, you know, it's like TV. You get reruns in the summer, mm-hmm. same deal on radio, and, and no one would know anything differently, okay? So that's the slowest time. And even when you get into holidays, let's say even, you know, in the period, now we're in a very good period. Things are starting again. They start picking up in August. September, the kids are back in school, and really, um, things are flowing pretty good, even until like the middle of December, mm-hmm. you know, so um, there's not a lot of downtime, but knowing what that time is um, does help, so they, got, they need to be patient, if they're paying, they need to be patient, and, and you better seek out, you know, qualify the person that's supposed to be doing the job for you. You know, it works on both ends, right? Yes, absolutely. Because timing, you're saying, basically you're saying timing is pretty much, it could like, you could may send out a press release on Monday and get a lot of hits, but if you did it on Friday, you may not get that many hits. Is that right? You got that one right, too. Perfect. I mean, well, I'll do my mailing only on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and, and I'll clarify that now. So what I'll do, like, on a Monday Mm-hmm. Um, with the, um, the tools I have, I can pre-schedule when that interview will go out. And so on a Monday, I will pre-schedule. Maybe it will go out Eastern time at uh, 3 in the morning, okay? But it's oh, going wow. throughout the country, of course, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a method to our madness here. And mm-hmm. so it will go out, you know, central time. It would be, you know, 2 a.m., but to do it, you know, um, in the Pacific time, it's three hours. Well, you and I are both on Central time. So right. for us, Pacific time is two hours different. But there is a method to the madness. And um, because also show up first thing in the morning on a Tuesday or a Thursday. So I do, so that's, that's what was recommended to me, and that's what's always worked. You know, and I'll try different things. But that seems to be the best way to go. Um, yeah, because you know what? Mondays, people are just getting in the groove again, right? Friday, yeah, wanna... right, exactly. I see the logic behind it. I see that. Because... Yeah, there is logic. Uh-huh. And if, if, if it goes out on a Friday and they're not, you know, they're somewhere else, and then it hits their email maybe on Monday, that's a long time. That's what, you know, uh, three can... days, right? Right, three days of, you know, especially in my work, I get tons of stuff. And then it can get lost, all right? And so, you know, that's – and I don't usually go into all those details with my clients um, mm-hmm. and because they're hiring me because I'm supposed to know that stuff. But guess what? A lot of people don't know that stuff. So this is, this is good news for people out there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> today. Susie, I want right. to ask you also um, – like, do they, you know, the old days where they would stand by the fax machine and get press releases? They don't do that anymore, do they? They have it's digital now, right? Like, they convert yeah. it to email. Tell me, to give us the background on that. How how does that work now, as opposed to the old days? Oh, it's it's so much better. I mean, I can't believe that people fax anymore. But once in a while, that will come up, mm-hmm. and I don't even have. I mean, I threw that fax machine out a long time ago. I even. Oh, the other thing is, you know, I haven't disconnected my landline. This is big stuff. We haven't even talked about that. You know, in the day when I started, everybody said it had to be a landline because the reception was better. 
Right. And um, a whole different world. And, and cell phones, yeah, we, most of us had cell phones, but the reception wasn't as, as good. Mm-hmm. Different story now. I, I got rid of my landline, I think, four years ago. I feel so liberated. <laughs> <laughs> in, fact, in fact, I was thinking, yeah, that's right. I mean, I don't need... I don't even need the microphone because everything is done, you know, at home, the things that I recommend doing, okay, at home on your cell phone. And, yeah, you um, could do media interviews on your cell phone now, right? Pretty much, and it exactly. sounds perfect. Wow. Exactly. What could be easier, D, and the reception's perfect. So who needs that old landline? Like, well, it's because of you, Susie. You tell me to always have a headset. When I do interviews, because I may be doing a lot yeah. of interviews on my phone, because the expenses of doing the interviews has gotten so much cheaper now. You can do one on your phone. You can, yeah. uh, uh, it's just not, I remember when I was getting into the game, when I hired you, when you did some work for me, I bought this big old mic, you know, you turn it off, <laughs> and you got to sit right. close to it. Those days are over. You can get you a decent headset. Exactly, Right. And, and you had to sit. It, 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 yeah. You had to sit close yeah. to it. You could. You had to make sure that right. it was no background noise because it picked up everything. And it's like, it's not like that anymore. It's like it's so easy to do interviews now. The technology has just really transformed the industry. And, and oh, and, it's it's huge improvement. I mean, I remember um, when Michael and I were together. Michael Dresser, may mm-hmm. rest in peace. Um, oh yes. He, would have the studio at his house and sometimes there would be carpet on the wall to absorb the sound. Right. And yeah, and I mean and then interestingly enough, um and he was he was really I don't he was old school and he wasn't old school. I mean, with content and everything else, he was right on it. Okay, which to me was the most important thing. But then he would have his little old-fashioned ways, okay? And he, didn't want, he wouldn't want to do it on, on the cell phone. And sometimes it was, I said, you know, nowadays it works better, Michael, when it's on the cell because the reception's better. And so, um, yes, when, when we parted, that's when I start making all the changes because I have to pick and choose, you know, my, you know, my agenda. Uh, and and oh, that's that why he and I work so well together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, we get stuck in our. We all are guilty of getting stuck in our own ways, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yes. And I tell people, yeah, we are in what we do, and that's when we started talking. Started the interview before. I was kind of alluding to that, you know, and being open-minded and the fear factor. And getting into something new, and I think it's just so critically important. Do your homework, and um, and don't be afraid, and ask questions, and and don't spend really don't spend too much money. <laughs> <laughs> hey Susie, I gotta ask you this. This is the, this is really a question I want to ask. Is there a difference between say East Coast media and West Coast media? Have you seen a difference yeah. between the two? Can you tell us yeah. what those differences are based on your experience in the industry? Like, what do you, how do you tell that to a new book author? What, what would you okay. tell them? Okay. You know, it's, it's, 
It's like day and night. Um, East Coast, and and if I have to get prepped, maybe I shouldn't give my preferences, but I like the East Coast. It's more intellectual and yet deliverable. Does that make sense? Oh, I yes. Mean, you can say intellectual and say, oh, I don't want that. No, no, no. The, the guests are um, better prepared, and the topics are – it's everything and anything. And you prepare, again, mm-hmm. but the doors are so wide open. West Coast is more – oh, uh, how can I put it? Um, I don't want to say fluff because that's not fair. Um, It's a whole different way of operating, and it's – I can almost tell with um, the content I'm getting from somebody which coast they're on, and and I'm not trying to pinpoint it, or I'll know, well, okay, with this information I have in this particular author, it would be – first of all, I'll, I'll hit the whole country anyway. You know, I don't make that judgment to begin with. Uh-huh. However, um, the action, I can almost predict where more of the action will be on the content-based. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And, and, yeah. and does the author have to prepare differently for, say, the East Coast media as opposed to the West Coast media? Or would you just tell them to no. be prepared all along? Go ahead, yeah, Susan, please. Pre- yeah, no, you answered the question. Yeah, be prepared, period because you don't know. And, and um, I think sometimes, too, when if we say, okay, East Coast is more intellectual, that's not fair either. Know your stuff. You know, know your stuff. And that is the most important, that wherever, you know, whatever opportunity you can handle it. Oh, that but, is totally awesome. Wow, that is really interesting. And it's only because of the work I do and the time I've spent that I can almost, almost predict um, which coast they're on. And it's interesting, Dee, because we get, you know, Midwest, we get, we're so short. It's mm-hmm. like a whole, I can't explain it. It's just um, sleepy. <laughs> and we're not sleepy. <laughs> and we're not sleepy. You know, we're both from the Midwest. Um, but it's, it's a whole different animal, so to speak. But wow. in any case, whether it's East, Midwest or Pacific time, know your stuff, period. And never, you can never predict how it's going to go, but you can have control over your content. Oh, wow, Susie, that was an earful. Well, we're coming toward the end of the show, and I want to ask you, if listeners want to uh, contact you and learn more about your business and try to reach you if they want to do business, how can they do that? You want to give them your information, Susie? I think you probably will get a lot of calls. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? The best thing is email because okay. I, I really don't pick up the phone if I don't have to, only because I'll never get work done. So right, way, exactly. Okay, is uh, under Radio Susie at radiosuzy.com. So that's radio, R-A-D-I-O, Suzy, S-U-Z-Y. That's important because Suzy can be S-U-S-I-E. It can be a lot of stuff, right? Uh-huh. Um, so it's R-A-D-I-O, S-S, Susan, U-Z-Y, at radiosuzy.com. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. 
Susie, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. This has been a long time coming. I've been looking to thank you today for dropping these uh, nuggets of wisdom that uh, that these uh, audience, also people that are not book authors, need to know. And this was a yeah. great, great show. I really appreciate it. Wow. I got an earful. Well, see, you are, and thank you. Good, good. You did? Good. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes we don't know what we don't know, right? Oh, absolutely. We don't know how we take things for because we do it every day, and we have to realize a lot of people don't have that information. We and might have to bring you in business. quarterly to talk about different issues with getting an interview. Yeah. Well, that's, that, yeah, where we really pinpoint. You know, this is more of a broad aspect, but we started with, you know, that aspect, very broad. How do you do this? How do you do that? Um, you know, and we took it, you know, clearly through to and understanding on the other side what um, the author or the expert, you know, needs to understand on how it works and the time involved. And, again, it doesn't mean that the person you hired is not doing their job. Think everybody yeah. needs to be patient. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, wow. Well, Susie, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, this is the end of our show. And uh, audience, I hope you enjoyed our show for today. We will see you next week. This is Game On Business Talk with D. Anthony Miles. And again, we want to thank Susie Greenman of Greenman Media uh, LLC for joining us today. We will see you next week. And I'm out of here. All right, and thank you for having me as a guest, Steve. Thoroughly oh, enjoyed. You're it. so welcome. Thank you, Susie. Thank you for tuning in to Game On Business Talk Radio with host D. Anthony Miles.